Hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. We have a very special guest on uh, this episode. Uh, we are doing a um, surviving Hurricane Ian and the aftermath of it. So why not to a perfect person to discuss than Michael Gardner from Savage Unfiltered. How are you doing, Michael? How are you hanging in there? Hey, Sas, how's it going? Since we uh, since we're on this topic, I uh, I thought you know why not just uh, kind of do it outside in the elements here on the uh, on the porch, man, and just kind of as you can hear, it's a lot calmer. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the other night when I faced or the other night when I video chatted you to make sure you're okay, you know, my first question, I okay, so let's start from the beginning. Can you go through the process of, oh, man, this is like, you know, when the storm kind of switched and you knew that was going to head straight to Orlando. What were you thinking and how did you prepare for this hurricane? Well, I mean, obviously you've heard, you know, like when I was, you know, on camera there. I mean, uh, folks, I was doing this on my personal cell phone and uh, I'm surprised the cell phone didn't like literally fly out of my uh, out of my hands. You know, uh, I mean, that, that was like, you know. Uh, over a hundred miles an hour sauce. I mean, some, this wind, you know, you seen in the video. You yeah. Know? It was intense. Uh, it was, it was a hundred mile an hour winds. And, you know, I had some neighbors, you know, that were kind of hunkered down in their house and they're looking at me as I'm getting, cl you know, closer to the river. Uh, because obviously folks that don't live in Florida, there, there's a lot of rivers and lakes here. And, uh, <laughs> I happen to live near a very large one and they're looking at me and they're like, you know, what the hell is Michael doing? And I mean, it was crazy. It was intense, but you know, I wanted to, you know, film it and I submitted it to a couple of networks and you know, what did I think sauce? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm babbling, but uh, <laughs> what did I think? Uh, I, I knew it was going to be going over, you know, central Florida, Orlando area. I knew it was going to make landfall like around Fort Myers, Sarasota, Tampa area. But the way the weather, you know, people say it, you know, like CNN, they always hyping it up. You know what I mean, Sauce? Yeah. yeah. And what's what? that? Oh, sorry. I thought. <laughs> sorry about the hiccup. Well, so did they? Okay, so the because the other question I have for you is, is it as did it get as bad as like as the media said it would? That's another question. Yeah, was I was gonna. Yeah, I was going to get in there, but I was waiting for you to jump in with a question. Um, you know, they they uh, they they love to hype and things up. You know, they love to put that fear mongering, you know, into play. And you, you've seen a lot of it come out, uh, especially, you know, I want to bring in, you know, a little bit later into the show, you know, with some of the liberal, uh, you know, leftist talk shows on some of the rhetoric they attacked on, on, on Governor DeSantis, which was uncalled for and it was disgusting material. But, you know, they said it was supposed to hit Florida at like a Category 5. Uh, it didn't hit Florida at a Category 5. It actually hit Florida at like a, a, a very, very weak 3. Uh, yeah. A Category 3 is like anywhere between 125, 120 mile an hour winds. So it wasn't as bad as they thought it was, but it was still intense, the, the wind. Yeah. And, and I heard that, like, you know, I also heard that they didn't really – with they kind of over blew the reaction of it <clears throat> like yeah. i'm not trying to downplay of what happened i mean you're down there firsthand do you see like they said that like uh orlando's like absolutely devastated and that 
it's like irreversible and people don't know what to do and they claim blame climate change and stuff. What do you see? Like, what do you see at your off your back porch? Is it as bad as they say it is? Like, well, math of it. Yeah, Except whatever these. The yeah, whatever these. Yeah, whatever these. Uh, these networks are are reporting on. They're actually reporting fake news. Because uh, I can tell you right now, some of the streets, uh, the major streets here in Orlando, especially Central Florida area. Uh, Central Florida covers a lot of area. Um, a lot of people don't realize that, but it actually covers a, a very large amount of area. And some of the major streets here major roadways, expressways, uh, I-4, which is your major uh, toll road that runs literally right dead smack in the middle of Orlando going up towards like Daytona. Um, and then it basically goes south over towards Tampa. Now, some of that is clear. There's no flood at all in those roads. The only flooding you're going to see on I-4 is if you're heading towards like um, the western part of the state, which is Tampa, uh, I mean, yeah, Tampa, excuse me, Sarasota, you know, those areas, those areas, sauce are literally, they're off the grid. Uh, DeSantis played that very accurately. Those literally, they're off the grid. If you look at the map of Florida, you wouldn't even understand that, you know, that they're part of Florida because literally they're still underwater. That was the area that got hit very, very heavy. Yeah. And, for some of the for some of the listeners that live in Wisconsin, and uh, let's kind of jump into preparation. So, for some of the listeners that well, majority of the listeners that don't like live in Hurricane Alley or like hurricane states and stuff, what is some of the preparation tips that you have to do to make sure that uh, you were prepared? Like, did you have to get a generator? Did you have to get gas? Did you have, like? Can you explain to the listeners like some of the preparation stuff you had to do, or you you and your significant other? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, um, well, what you need to do is obviously, you know, uh, the reason behind, you know, getting water is very essential. Uh, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, what does water do? Like, why is it so important? Actually, folks, during a tropical uh, storm or, or a strong hurricane, you know, which both are very, very intense at times, you may lose water and you may sometimes would have to, you know, bathe yourself, uh, you know, going to another alternative measure. So that water plays into effect. Uh, when you lose water, you lose running water in the faucet. You know, you can't wash your dishes. Uh, you know, for all our coffee lovers out there, you can't make a pot of coffee. You know, water is very important. You know, you lose the water, you can't boil water to cook with. So that's an essential uh, factor. You need water. You need to stock up on water. I recommend anywhere between... If the power and the water go out, uh, I would recommend getting water that's going to last you for about ooh, maybe two to three days until things start opening up. Um, because sometimes it takes a couple days into a couple weeks uh, before, you know, the power gets turned back on. Uh, you know, the, the, the water companies turn the meters back on. So water is very important. Another preparation would be, um, would be food. Uh, you may have to spend a little bit extra because, you know, when that hit, hurricane hits, all your major grocery stores are going to be closed. Uh, everything gets closed down for, you know, the time, you know, when the hurricane is going by, the only time you see a, a store open is unless it's a gas station, you know, if they still have gas, but 
that's basically the preparation, you know, and we can go into other things too. You know, you have to board up, you know, if you live near uh, a major river or you live near, uh, you know, the ocean, whether it's the East coast or West coast, you have to board up, whether it's plywood, a lot of folks use metal. Uh, I've seen, you know, all types of things that cover those windows because, you know, those are the key factors. You got to get those windows and doors boarded up because, you know, that this thing goes, winds are like 90, 100 miles an hour. You're going to have a branch that goes, you know, like a bullet right through your window. So, And so <clears throat> did you have to board up your house and did you have to like, did you have to board up your house at all or no? No, we have uh, uh, a lot of homes now that are being built uh, right after uh, what is that? 2010. A lot of the construction companies uh, are now using uh, double painted glass, uh, which which is glass on the inside, glass on the outside. It's does it's double painted. It's uh, basically uh, the windows are used to uh, you know obtain winds you know from anywhere between 100 to 165 mile an hour winds so those 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 windows are pretty strong so no we didn't we didn't need to uh board up at all no and so you know we have did you have i'm sorry did you have to get a generator if so how many how many get our buckets of or i'm trying to think of Buckets yeah, generator. Yeah, we used, uh, you know, a generator is another good thing to have. You know, sometimes folks can't yeah. afford a generator because generators are, are very expensive. I mean, the cheapest one you could probably find is, you know, maybe like a Home Depot or Lowe's for like, you know, 80 or 90 bucks. But a generator is good because when that power goes off, you know, you, you, you don't know when you're going to get it back. No, and and that's scary to think about, isn't it? Oh, yeah, especially, you know, there's roughly still, I mean, the storm is now just hitting the Carolinas as we speak. Yeah. You know, it's reforming itself. They're, you know, the media is calling it a, a hybrid storm, you know, where a tropical storm and a hurricane mix, which is, you know, folks, it's, it's, it's still a hurricane. You, you call it anything you want, but, no, you and, know. And, and see, here's, here's the thing that I don't understand. Okay. What, what happens because, at one point, the hurricane Hurricane Ian goes through Florida. All right, yeah. it loses a little momentum. So, what happens when it goes over warm waters? It reforms. It's just a hurricane life, and then it does a circle because of the wind patterns, and then it hits again. It's not a hybrid. And the other question that I have for you is: Do you think? Do you uh, believe that it was climate change that made this happen, or what do you what do you think? Because I think it's yeah, what yeah, you, you're getting. Yeah, you're getting into a topic that I, I, I really wanted to touch, which I find that interesting. And uh, to go back to your your, your hybrid um, uh, talking points about the storm. Now, I want to I want to address something with the hybrid. OK, and I'll, I'll touch on it real quick and then we'll go right into what you had just said. And it's um, not a car, by the way. Yeah, 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 obviously. A hybrid, folks, is uh, something that we've seen back up in New Jersey. Every, uh, the folks remember when um, the Hurricane uh, Sandy, it started off in Florida here, right? Right off the coast of Florida. On the east, well, it started off in the, in the Gulf. It went over the state of Florida. It reformed itself into the warm waters of Florida. And then it rode right across the coastline, eastern coastline, and it hit New Jersey. 
Uh, and it hit New Jersey at the point where New Jersey and that whole tri-state area uh, was feeling the effects of a nor'easter. Now, a nor'easter, which is a winter storm, blended in with the hurricane. That would be classified as a hybrid storm, where two systems, both a warm system and a cold system, collide with each other. That's a hybrid storm. Uh, you know, a tornado, uh, not a tornado, but um, a hurricane and a tropical storm. That's not a, that's not a hybrid. They're the same thing. It's just, it, it gets declassified and, and, and it gets brought down to a tropical storm when it gets out of the category wise of a hurricane. I, I want to try to enlighten your listeners and educate some of your listeners because there's a lot of folks that are getting misinformed by the media. Uh, that's what that means. Obviously a hurricane and a, and a tropical, tropical storm can form in warm water it breathes and it survives in warm water anything over like 75 degrees that hurricane is literally alive and well <laughs> yeah i, I mean I, I agree with you 100 percent. so to my question do you believe that this is relating to climate change you know thinking oh for instance we look at don lemon oh god you know, yeah who who and you know the irony of it? He got shut down by NOAA, which is National Oceanic uh, Weather People and stuff. He got shut down. He's like, well, I don't think this is climate change. And what are your thoughts on that? Like, Wait, you said he got shut down by no- not. Oh, I thought you meant NOAA, uh, Tra- Trevor Noah. Oh, uh, you're talking no, about the other thing. Okay. No, yeah, NOAA, the weather the weather uh, channel, NOAA, N-O-A. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He got shut down on it, and then he they had to cut to commercial because – the guy that uh, he was interviewing, Don Lemon, he wouldn't go along with this narrative, so they cut to commercial. Of course they did. They they cut him off because they they didn't want him to sound like an idiot over over national radio and and national television. Because I mean, he's again, you have mainstream media blowing these narratives into things that they really aren't. They're making false points, you know, with you know. Uh, hybrid storms and you know they're labeling this a high oh it's a hybrid storm because now it's affecting the carolinas and no it's not folks it's just it's rebirthing itself it's going into warm water again it just crossed over the state of florida you know and it's and it's reforming itself again you know you need to understand the difference uh climate change sauce no no this has nothing to do with climate change uh hurricanes been on this planet for thousands upon if not millions of years you know so it's not a it has nothing to do with uh climate change no and i also believe that and <clears throat> did you know that's actually been a very quiet hurricane season actually in the atlantic when you think about it it's been a very quiet season and we're almost at the end of it so i mean do you also believe that the earth goes through different cycles and thinking okay one year is a bad year the other year is like a like a slim to no hurricanes do you believe that or no i don't believe it at all i mean you know we've had the same weather patterns for thousands upon thousands of years you just have folks really you know they're they're, they're reading so you got to remember most of these people read off of a script you know these mainstream anchors you know, so they go by what their big boss tells them to say. Uh, climate change. I heard this crap like, you know, from The View uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. And then going into today where they were like, oh, you got Governor Ron DeSantis saying, you know, uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to listen to the liberal leftists 
in their pews. You know, a pew is, you know, uh, it's, 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 um, it's a seat in a church, folks. You know, they, they use the whole church thing, you know, against Ron DeSantis, which is a very low ball to do that, you know. Yeah, because they're attacking his faith. And yeah. so the other question I have for you is, yeah, so you see, so today, so I'm going to try to, I would actually like to get in touch with this and touch another subject, what happened today. Yeah. And see what your thoughts are. What is your thoughts on, for instance, earlier today, Russia signed a, a treaty alliance with four regions of Ukraine. And all those four regions of Ukraine met with Vladimir Putin and they met with everybody. But then they went to President Zelensky. And so now those four regions are now part of Russia. So then President Zelensky went to, he called Biden. And now Biden, the United States is giving $40 billion to Ukraine while he then, while Biden administration refuses to send FEMA down to Florida and to the Carolina states. Why do you think that is? That's called putting America last. And that's called like saying, well, I don't really care about you guys at all. You know, yeah, there was a question that was asked by one of the uh, reporters in the room uh, when Peter Biden. Ducey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, they, when, when Biden was touring the FEMA facility, I forgot what FEMA facility he went to because there's, they're all over the south, uh, the southeast and southwest. Um, I, I think he was at the one near Louisiana, if I had it correctly, or one of the Carolinas. And Ducey was like saying to him, you know, sir, you just signed uh, this, this, this bill. How come this bill didn't go to FEMA to, to, to rebuild Florida? They, 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 there's thousands upon, if not millions of dollars of damage from Ian. Uh, why isn't the money going to Florida? Why is it going to Ukraine? And he's like, he's he's just being confused, Joe Biden against us, not understanding the question and not giving a straight answer. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's called. It's just really sad, isn't it? You want to. And it's really disgusting how he is literally putting America last. Why do you think that is? So do you think it's going to be do you think it's all a political pawn scheme? Do you think it's going to do you want to try to tarnish DeSantis from getting reelected? Do you think that's what the whole yeah, this whole thing is. And yeah, they're targeting. Out. Yeah, they're targeting uh, conservative sauce. They're they're uh, they're doing it on purpose because you know tomorrow, folks, is October first. Yeah, we're through September, and guess what happens after September? Well, you got the midterms coming right shortly after this this next month. So yeah, they're doing it on purpose because they know DeSantis is a very very strong. Republican governor, uh, not only in Florida, but he represents a very, very uh, strong position in the Republican Party, and he is also labeled a conservative. So, yeah, they're attacking uh, DeSantis because uh, actually, guess what, Sas? Guess what's up? Guess what happens in six weeks from now? Oh boy, I don't want to even imagine. The no, election. do you? No, no, I know that, but do you know what also is in six weeks? What's that? Ron DeSantis is, uh, he's up for re-election. Oh, yeah. So that's another way why they're attacking him. That, that's, that's another reason why they're attacking him, because they know in another month and a half, Ron DeSantis is going to go for his re-election. And all your liberals out there, they want to try to bury that. 
So, yeah, isn't that scary? Isn't that sad to think? And how disappointing, and you know, how disappointing, you know, even as now, let's go in the you know, there's other public figures and there's other public uh, figures stating that, well, you know what? Uh, like you see all these like uh, certain podcast shows, I'm not going to name anyone, but they're blaming that God, they're blaming God on this whole Hurricane Ian and they're blaming God and they're blaming, you know, Christian content creators um, for, you know, spreading the gospel and stuff. What is your thoughts on all these individuals attacking the Christian faith. And why do you think that is a continual attack on the Christian faith? Why do you think that is? Because it's continually attacking because you don't see people attacking the Muslims, their faith. Why is it the Christian faith? Over because, because they, they, they have no message sauce. They're, they're going to attack anything that's strong right now. You have a lot of strong Christian values right now in this country. You have a lot of conservative Republicans that are stronger than ever. I, and it's true. They, they are. They're the most strongest type of conservative Republicans out there now in 2022 than there ever has been before in our lifetime. They know this. The Democrats know this. They know they have no message for the midterms. They sure as hell don't have a message for 2024. OK, uh, I, you speak about uh, religion. Did you see what they just what they're doing to poor uh, Greg Locke? In his yeah. uh, state of Tennessee, he's a super pastor, folks, in this country. He is doing everything right for his um, his church community there in eastern Tennessee. They're attacking him right now for keeping his church open. His church has been open since prior to the pandemic, through the pandemic. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's disgusting what they're doing to him. Everything, you know, it's, it's, it's literally, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why they're doing this to to average Americans, but they're doing it because you know what the Democrats care about, Sauce? Power and votes. That's all they care about. Yeah. And you know what the interesting part is? So I did not tell you this, Michael, but the other day I had a phone call from a news media out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, asking certain questions because – um, because they heard, uh, because they read an article that somebody made, or they heard a podcast. And they, they they heard what? I'm sorry, Sauce. I'm, I'm no. sorry. We have some. Uh, bear, bear with me. We have like about uh, like three or four uh, trucks that are uh, that are going by the streets here because each people, you know, there's different types of people are getting their power on, like literally left and right. So, oh, okay. <laughs> what was the question again, Sauce? I'm sorry. No, you're good. What is your thoughts on this? Because, you know, from Hurricane Ian and stuff. So I don't know if I told you this, but I've also been um, I, I, like attacked as well by certain media companies, you know, because a news station out of Milwaukee called and asked my question on whether if I should. They're like, well, what do you think about certain religion? Like, because somebody oust your faith and stuff and somebody called out your faith. And apparently they overheard and they've been keeping track. So what is your thoughts on, because I've been attacked, I've been getting like some heat now uh, from certain people, and now it's getting to where your regular news media people are reaching out to me. Of course, I declined the interview because I know better than that. But what is your thoughts on that? Because it's weird they don't talk to anybody else that have a podcast. But when you have a Christian podcast, oh, you know, especially out of Wisconsin, you got to attack him. Uh, I don't, you know... 
you, you got to watch out for that. I mean, you know, it, I guess it's kind of hard to, to, to read people out. You know, of course you want to do the right thing as a, you know, as a Christian yourself, you know, and, you, and, 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 you know, you're, you're doing what God's, you know, put you there for. You can understand that. So, I mean, it, it's, it's hard, Sash. You, you don't want to be rude, but yet you want to be humble too, right? So I, I don't know, man. I'm just going to leave it like that. It, it's kind of hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you never know. Some the FBI might be coming at my door <laughs> and asking certain yeah. things, and I pray that doesn't happen. But you know, you see, yeah. you know, how's the response been overall in the area? You know, from how's the response in the community? Because you know, you have all this division supposedly that the media portrays. How is the community around you gathering together and helping each other out? How's that? Look? Oh, well, I mean, this state, Sauce, uh, you know, I call this the freedom state. I don't call it the sunshine state. It, the, you see so much freedom, so much, uh, so much liberty here. You know, so many people that are, that are more united than ever before. Yeah, you have a couple bad eggs, but I mean, you know, that's everywhere. But I, I, since moving here, you know, because for for your listeners that don't know, I, I used to reside in, in Georgia, you know, not too long ago. And there's such a difference between living in Georgia than living in Florida. You know, when we have major storms like Hurricane Ian and, you know, of course, other storms in the past, um, Katrina and, you know, there's so many Isaac, we, we, we help each other. You have neighbors that actually come over to your house you know, even in the middle of it to make sure that you have, you know, food on the table or, you know, you have uh, gas, fuel if you need to, you know, go somewhere right away. They're always checking on you. So like Florida is like we help each other in the state and cool. the, the response time with 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 the, uh, you know, the utility companies and everything else. We have utility companies right now, Sauce. That, that are from like four different states helping us uh, restore power. Because obviously I told you off the air, we have roughly between like eight to nine million uh, wow. that want power. And we're slowly going down to the, to the low digits right now with those people without power. And we have people from Pike. We have people from FPL. We have people from all over the state of Florida, Georgia, North, South Carolina, Louisiana, Alabama, Tennessee, Texas. We have folks even from New Jersey, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan that come down to Florida to help out. You know, 25,000 plus linemen right now in the state of Florida getting their power back on, you know. How cool is that? It's awesome. I mean, you know, just think of it. Today is Friday, right, folks? Yesterday was like the ending of – of the hurricane Wednesday night was the worst, but like going into early Thursday morning around like three, four o'clock this afternoon, yesterday, uh, we were getting the tail end of the storm. But like right now I can tell you, there's a lot of places right now that are starting to open up, you know, all your fast food uh, places, your, your restaurants, your businesses, uh, schools, I believe are, are, are starting to open up. Everything is opening up. It feels like there was never a storm here. That's how fast Florida uh, gets stuff back together. You know, when you have good leadership like like Ron DeSantis and, and, and other leadership in the state, you know, when you have good leadership running the state, the state's going to be run properly, you know? Yeah. 
and we see and we see that happening after the after the COVID pandemic, you know, how it opened up really quick and people were able to go back on their feet. And we saw and their their economy went back and just flourished afterwards. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So did you what did you do during the hurricane? Actually, like, did you like to do in your Mackenzie do anything like play games or if you had the power out, what did you guys do? Watch TV or oh, well, we had the we had the generator on and she was like, you know, you, you, you want to do a show and we were going to do a show yesterday. We were trying to, but I was like, you know, it's going to drain it, you know, because obviously when, you know, you know, folks, you rec- record a podcast or you, you know, you, it requires a lot of um, a lot, a lot of data, you know, a lot of Internet, you know, streaming onto a network. It requires a lot. I was like, no, no, I want to, but I, I, I don't want to record an episode because, you know, it, it, we, we need this. You know, we need this for the power. We need this, you know, the cook stuff and everything else. So we just kind of hung out. You know, I, I went to the store, Sauce. You know, obviously, you know me, I like to drink a beer from time to time. Went to the went, went to the 7-Eleven. The 7-Eleven was still open. So <laughs> got, <laughs> got got a few beers and just kind of relaxed and, you know, watched TV a little bit, you know, and we had to – you know, conserve the fuel for the generator, you know, yeah. until our power came back on. But, you know, now the generator's off and we have power now on the, in the house. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh, there was stuff. Watch? What's that sauce? Did you guys watch anything? Like, I guess, uh, what do you guys have? Netflix or you guys into any series? Yeah. Yeah. We we're we're uh, we're just like semi, you know, modern you know, old tradition type of people. Like I, I'm not one with, you know, the, you know, 4,000 cable channels or something like that. I'm more of an app guy. I like my apps like Hulu and Netflix yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, we watched a lot of stuff like that, you know, just kind of hung around the house, talked to a couple neighbors, you know, yeah. got in a lot of footage, you know, which, um, uh, a lot of footage that I shot, you know, I posted on social media. So, you know, the folks, you know, I have friends all over the country and, including the world too. And, you know, some of the, my followers as well too, and, and, and people that tune into the show, they can see just, you know, the, the timeline of the hurricane, how, how much damage it's done. Cause it's like, there's still a lot of cleanup here, sauce, a lot of cleanup, you know, especially yeah. in the affected areas like Tampa and, you know, Sarasota and Fort Myers, they got hit the worst. I mean, Fort Myers in downtown Tampa right now still has like, they're still under about like 12 to 15 foot of water in some areas, you know? So, that's a lot. I was just reading something from uh, Betty Johnson, which is a um, a big, uh, big, big uh, YouTube influencer. He has a lot of um, – I think he's friends with uh, Donald Trump Jr. He's been posting amazing content out of uh, uh, Tampa uh, where literally the water sucked the, the, the water right off the beach there in, in, uh, in Tampa. It's a yeah, story. I heard about it, that. Yeah, it was it, – it's never been seen before, you know, where, I mean, literally 35 feet of beach sauce, like the water just coming right off the beach, going back into the ocean. It's a good thing that it's sucking the water out instead of bringing the water in. That's yeah. a good thing. But, yeah. But, uh, so, but, so as we conclude, do you have any other, like, uh, any final thoughts or? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to, I want to say one thing, you know, with the rhetoric, you know, folks, uh, you know, in times like this, we really need to, um, you know, end the rhetoric, you know, uh, stop with the rhetoric on mainstream because I'm seeing it all the time. 
you know, they're, they're attacking our poor governor, like Governor Ron DeSantis didn't, uh, didn't evacuate people enough and this and that. I mean, they're, they're turning into a, 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 like literally a clown show when it doesn't have to be like that. You know, Ron DeSantis, folks, uh, he, he did this evacuation very accurately two to three days before the storm arrived uh, uh, right near the Gulf there in Hillsborough County. That's where it mainly hit Hillsborough. And then it went over towards central Florida to Orlando out to uh, Daytona beach. But, you know, I, I just want to let people know, you know, when, when, when we have times like this, cut the rhetoric out, you know, it, it's time to help people instead of, you know, constantly, you know, attacking, attacking, attacking. I, I, I don't know, Sas. It's just, that's all I have to say on that. Yeah. Well, with this in mind, I hope that you continue to stay safe and that you guys can dry out finally, because I know you guys have been getting a lot of rain. And yeah. I want to also to say thank you to the listeners for listening to this wonderful, healthy conversation. And remember, you guys are welcome to catch Michael Gardner on Savage the Unfiltered. Do you want to give in your plugins? Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Sas. Um, yeah, you guys can find me on just about every major podcast platform, uh, including Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, now on iHeartRadio, Pandora. Uh, it, for those who have um, smart devices such as uh, Google Voice and Alexa, uh, we're on that too. Uh, now on TikTok, and uh, we're branching out to other platforms, which we will be making an announcement on uh, on the show very, very soon. That's uh, exciting. Basically, yeah, yeah, we're just about everywhere, guys. Just search Savage Unfiltered Podcast, and we pop up all over the place. And if all my if and then to my listeners and stuff, I, so I also make a frequent uh, guest stop. Uh, I'm a co-host on Savage Unfiltered, so so normally you know I kind of like my I'm normally tagged in and stuff. So that's I co-host, so that's why I'm like heavily involved with Michael Gardner. So I think it's respectable that he, we kind of you know help each other out. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I got to make one more announcement, Sas. Yes. We're doing a special show tomorrow. It's going to be a special bonus show. So I, I hope everybody tunes out to that show. Uh, uh, my birthday is Sunday. Uh, turning the big four zero, guys. Yes, uh, uh, gray on the top of my hair. Yeah, I'm getting gray in my beard. I'm becoming an old man literally overnight. So, guys, tune out to that episode tomorrow uh, with myself, uh, Joseph M. Leonard, and uh, and Sas. You're welcome too, buddy. You're invited. <laughs> All righty. Hey, I have to see if I'm. I gotta see what I'm doing tomorrow uh, because I know I'm a very. I have a very busy schedule. Uh, I. Dad, tell you, I'm going to the Leadership Summit in Dallas, Texas. I got invited uh, to a major leadership uh, conference. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to I gotta swing on down, uh, got to travel. And then I got a very important interview coming up with a, a congresswoman out of Indiana. So I got to make my way over there. And then also, wow. also the, we're going to kind of see if I can do a special guest because my birthday is actually – a week from today, October 7th, which is a Friday. Oh, wow. You're like five, five days shy of mine. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah we'll have... isn't it? And I'll be turning 24. So I'm not, I don't have gray hair yet. Oh, you're <laughs> still a, you know, Sash, you're still a baby, man. You're a little, <laughs> no, well, I mean, are... I'm not saying that bad, but you know what I mean. Yeah, well, there are times, <laughs> well, there are times when I feel like I'm a 70 year old. You know, there are times when I feel like I'm yeah. at death's door. You know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, sauce, all this traveling, man. When when you get in your private jet? <laughs> uh, well, I don't. Well, I don't know. 
Well, I heard that might be swinging by. You know, you know. I also want to tell my listeners, and I also want to tell your listeners as well. So, if you guys are, if you guys keep track of our podcast for my listeners and stuff, you're going to be in for a treat on November 9th through the 12th, the day after midterms, as I will be making my way down the second time around uh, to Orlando, where Savage the Unfiltered, and remember, God loves you, and I meet at the uh, Finish on Podcast. We'll do a merge. Uh, episode together in person how does that yeah. sound it sounds good sauce and you know I, 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 i've been trying to get up there forever but you know with the new network now that i work at and then obviously the hurricane you know it, it kind of put a it put a roadblock on my travels but that sounds great man it really does well that's what i'm singing on by this time around second time's a time second time's a charm <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to, yeah, we're going to have to make it happen sooner or later, right? Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, God loves you, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Have a blessed day. Bye.